0: Have you? Thank Good you. Good morning. Good morning. Can you introduce yourself? For sure. My name is Arnost Delgor. Um, I'm a recent executive MBA graduate from DTU. Uh, I am an analytics practice partner, and I'll elaborate a bit on that uh, at Teradata. Uh, Teradata is a US-based uh, analytics company. And uh, my job is to basically do business development. In both EMEA and Asia-Pacific uh, alongside a team of I think 25-30 other people um, in certain industries and my job is actually to bridge the, the capabilities of Teradata systems with the customers or prospects strategic uh, ambitions, uh, goals and aspirations. Mm-hmm. How do you think about business development? Uh, I start with a business outcome problem, typically. Um, obviously, you, you, there might be some deviances of some d- different situations from time to time, but in general, uh, start with maybe in a in an industry. Uh, okay, what are the key trends? What are the key issues? Uh, who do I know in that industry? Do I know anyone maybe working with that industry, let's say consultants or other software partners, and try to dig into that? And again, my my uh, my my key focus, my foundation for that business development, is anchored in understand before you're understood, uh, and, and and I think it was even emphasized even further from. Uh, our trip to Berkeley uh, with their defined uh, principles that they kept talking about. And, and one of the four really, really stuck with me, which was, you know, question status quo, not challenge mm. status quo. Coming back to what they also talk, uh, uh, rich lions, mm-hmm talked about the intentionality. Be very careful of your words. Mm -hmm. So the intentionality here related also to the business development is really, really ask better questions. Question the status quo of the customer or prospect Mm -hmm. rather than challenge because you have no clue why things are they are. And if you start challenging without you know, understanding before you're understood, you're up for trouble, is, is, my, uh, is my thinking here. But it's, it's a relationship thing. What I really, really believe in, it's most of it, is a P2P uh, business, if you like. It is people to people. And, uh, you know, it could be like uh, Simon Sinek, mm-hmm. just to quote one of them, right? the whole thing of infinite game well if this person doesn't want to talk to you right now well maybe the timing is off or maybe this and that person will get a different job at a different time in a different situation so don't burn your bridges still be kind and humble and respectful and all that you know empathy stuff but it's still with business outcomes what kind of business problems can you hopefully help me with Mm -hmm. And, and being in a, a very technical company, not myself technical, but the company itself, engineering heavy, uh, the easiest thing would be to start talking about technical capabilities mm-hmm. and uh, all this and that uh, feature function, blah, blah, blah. But if you really can't put it into a meaningful context, mm-hmm. the value just disappears or it becomes very superficial.
1: What do you think Companies miss when they approach that topic. Here is technology we can make great use of mm-hmm. for our company.
0: The key point here is data management. And the, the key point here with that is crap in, crap out. To no surprise. So, oh, uh, obviously the chat GPT, the large language models, the whole uh, generative AI, and all of a sudden it was. You know, pervasive. Everyone could see like, wow, this is mind-blowing, exec- including executives, of course. So it's now easy to come across and say, well, uh, this can change our industry, let's invest a ton of money in this because I can see with my own eyes what can do. I think what many executives are missing is that if you're looking for artificial intelligence, and your data management is crap, you're just getting artificial. <laughs> because it's not intelligent. You might even have it's dangerous for you. Whatever advice right. it comes up with, or comes up with crazy kind of no, 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 compliance is going bonkers over. It. And also because data management is so not sexy, right? Getting the truth, yeah, so, sorry, get it, the trusted. Uh, the golden data, and from many different data sources, is hard work. Hmm. It is tough. It is very difficult, and it can be time-consuming. And there is a we have to invest in some boring infrastructure before I get to the good stuff. Oh, just give me a a, a few uh, recent PhDs, and they can you know work in a sandbox and do one great model. Sure but we have customers running hundreds of millions of models in production. How the bleep are you gonna you know, deal with that? And by the way, the data will drift over time. So just putting a, a whatever model in production, which is tough enough in itself, and not after six months, because then the model is irrelevant. How do you continuously mm-hmm. make sure that your data is still valid, and therefore your models are valid? So again, that, that whole stuff of data management obviously I can spend hours on that but I think a key point is if you want to have transformative value business outcomes value from artificial intelligence do not underestimate the efforts and investments needed and time by the way even if you spend a lot of money it's going to take you time um, because otherwise you might incurring too much risk really thank you
1: You, you seem very passionate when you talk about creating a bigger picture, an overview, an understanding of the, more, the bigger complexity. How ready are you and how skilled are you in asking, reaching out and asking for other people to help?
0: How skilled? One to ten? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I I think I am. Uh, again, to me, it's it's more of an inherent thing. Okay. That uh, from relationships, whether they are internal or external, whether they're personal or professional, uh, I think it's uh, sometimes even mind blowing how willful people are to say if you just reached out, I would. Yeah. I, I might ask for. 100, whatever that is, arbitrarily. Uh, But uh, I think very, very few people have ever said zero. Then they say, well, given the time frame, I can give you 50, uh, you know, uh, help you halfway through, or, oh, I don't know much about this, but you should speak to this person. So again, facilitating, which is also adding value.
1: That's an extremely interesting conclusion that if you reach out, it's amazing how helpful people are
0: in general yes even to people where I think I don't know them know them but we may have exchanged uh, comments or ideas or something on on LinkedIn and they might live 10,000 kilometers away I've never met them and I likely will not necessarily at all ever meet them they might have completely different backgrounds but all of a sudden if I realize wait a minute this person working in this uh, very specialized industry you know um no one else to go to. You were the first one I thought of. I wonder if you could be so kind to blah blah blah. And uh, to me, it's very few people who will say f- or just disregard it completely, but actually come back and say, No, sorry, you're, you're, I, you're wrong. Uh, I'm not in that. Uh, you misunderstood something. Okay, but that's also value, but it's also engagement. And that's that's how I typically work. Uh, often, when you hear it's a spaghetti process. I think it's not rightly not not the right term because typically you use spaghetti as an somewhat of a chaotic setup, Mm -hmm. spaghetti architecture, spaghetti organization, spaghetti whatever. Um, I think here it's more of a um, not necessarily structured, but um, uh, evaluate as you go forward and then try Mm -hmm. again to be creative. Not creative from a product or process or, oh, I have this business idea, but creative into network and my network's network and see if I can somehow either direct or indirectly get to uh, some sources of inspiration. Not necessarily knowledge, but inspiration. I
1: I understand. It's it's not uh, spaghetti. It's step-by-step, next logical, uh, necessary thing to investigate or reach out
0: for. Trial and error.
1: Yeah, trial and error. Yes, but exactly. from
0: a coming back to uh, uh, Barbara Minto, you know, start mm-hmm. with a conclusion. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. hide what you're trying to. to mm-hmm. Start with, I'm looking for this, or will you help with that? And by the way, I also like your profile. Or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, don't don't hide yeah. what you're trying to achieve, because then I think people will. Oh, you try to sneak in something. Yeah. Uh, Be transparent. That, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Transparent, honest Mm -hmm. uh, uh, integrity, Mm -hmm. and again if they uh, don't want to do it, then don't want to do it. Fine, then I will try some other way uh, in this more or less infinity game of knowledge and people and uh, inspiration.
1: You have a very influential epiphany from your past.
0: Could you say a few words about that? For sure. Hmm? Uh, It's the term positive insubordination and uh, obviously uh, no leader wants insubordination. But uh, what I've found out over the years, influenced by a former uh, executive at Danske Bank, uh, is the positive insubordination. What it actually means is you deviate from your SOPs when it makes sense for the better of both the company and the customer. Because obviously from a headquarters point of view and compliance and whatever, they can't make up every SOP in a meaningful manner. There must be some room for you know, making it meaningful in a given situation. Now, that doesn't mean that you should cry positive insubordination all the time, but I think there is an element of it should be more widely used, widely spread, widely taught, Mm -hmm. maybe widely spoken about. Mm -hmm. But still, the positive insubordination, I think, is also a a feeding channel to leadership Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. things where you go, Mm -hmm. oh, we haven't thought of that. Mm -hmm. Oh, things changed. Oh, the
1: market changed. Whatever. So it's about processes and a way of uh, working. Yeah.
0: Yes. But also, I think, not just in that specific case, but then bring it up yeah. so that it can be rectified and maybe spread out so more can learn from and go, oh, we need to think of that scenario, whatever that strange scenario might be. Uh, so they don't have to deal with that kind of friction at a later point in time.
1: You have a person, it- <coughs> What have you noticed? noticed a, a very interesting combination between, I see him as very analytical, and at the same time, he really um, uh, underline and stress how important it is for him to be in an ongoing process towards the unknown. So it's a combination of being linear and not linear at the same time. He's also very much interested, of course, in relationships in humans, but from a very, a very analytical approach. What is what is needed as the next step? So he's a, he's a kind of a mix, and that's very interesting. Uh, that he he came from finance, he did a lot of development, and then now he's in a. Somehow, a creative process. What next step is needed? And then he will figure out and he will take it. I also understood the reason why he, uh, he chose to do an EMBA was, you know, he wants to be challenged. Uh, and he wants to challenge his own way of thinking to create his, to support his analytical power more and more and more and doing the hard work to. Be inspired to get to, to find the inspiration. Seems like a guy who experiences job luke, <laughs> job happiness, English, not happiness. Yeah, the, a very deep level. You, he, he talks about waking up in the morning and being uh, ignited from an inner drive. That is job luke. His he wants to ask the better question. He said that um, getting the truth and then he uh, corrected it finding uh, the the more clever step but actually getting the truth I think is a drive him. he is very curious and he is ready to do the hard work to figure out what is the next clever step and also reaching out uh, to other people to qualify So a a, a strong mix between hard brain work, analysis, analytical work, and figuring out how to connect, how to relate, how to uh, create um, definitely not superficial la-di-da relationships, but qualified, interesting relationships.